0: This week's episode is sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform designed by real estate agents for real estate agents. Are you a licensed real estate agent or broker? Download the Doors Open Connect on the Apple App Store today for free to join our growing network and community of licensed professionals and also to stand out at your next listing appointment by offering to maximize exposure to your seller's listing and even get reliable coverage on demand when you can't be there and or recruit agents under your brokerage by the new wave of lead generation software and even offer them instant paid opportunities that they can take advantage of. That's Doors Open Connect. Also, be sure to follow us at Doors Open Connect on IG and at Doors Open Connect LLC on Facebook. Hello, I'm Deshaun Robinson with Doors Open Connect podcast. This is my co-host. Ricky Haas. How are we doing, y'all? Doing great, doing great. We're sitting here with two legends. We've got the Silver Fox and the Gray Wolf. <laughs> we've got uh, Patrick Dearborn of the, of the Dearborn team, and we've got Jay Campbell, also of the Dearborn team. And uh, we're sitting in this beautiful, gorgeous house listed uh, at a hefty price tag here in the Pine Ridge Estates. But Well worth it. Well worth, well it. worth every God. penny. I mean, they didn't spare no expense on any detail in this home from what I can tell, and it is phenomenal. Welcome, gentlemen, to the podcast. you for having guys. us. Thank you. Thank you. They, I remember, love guys. The,
1: they remember the gray wolf nickname, I know, I buddy. Impressed. It's pretty cool. It's impressive. I was oh, trying yeah. to think of what mine was when he said yours. And yeah. I'm glad he I'm glad he yeah. said it. The
2: fox
3: and the wolf on the podcast today. <laughs> Watch out to the hens. And by
2: the way, do, do, for the audience listening and the millions worldwide, don't let don't let the blue Home Depot shirts fool you. These guys are no joke. Underneath that blue Home Depot shirt, those guys are all heart and they're great realtors, man. And yeah, it's good to be back after, man, almost like pre-COVID. And then now we're back. Yep, oh, back
0: yeah, back in action. And we're <laughs> Naples real estate in this market, I mean, we're hotter than ever. You, you guys have
2: both had record years for yourselves in the last 12, 18 months. Am I correct? It has been Absolutely.
0: A tremendous, especially Rick. Rick is a very competitive. You know, I, I dropped my... No, oh, not Rick. Oh, very com- Definitely around the I
3: may be getting ready to triple my sales that I did last year. Nice. nice. Maybe. We'll see. Nice. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time putting an emphasis on Doors Open Connect, but I'm back into the fold yes. now. We just closed a couple deals, made some families happy. oh so, boy. Uh, it's been It's been great. Now tell us about this beautiful home that we're sitting
2: in. I'm going to turn it over to Jay because I'll tell you guys right now, Jay Campbell, my, 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 my partner, brought me in on this deal. And for the record, when you're on a team and a guy on your team brings you into a $15,250,000 listing, that's a pretty cool thing. So I'm a big fan of Jay Campbell since the last couple months. Our friendship grew leaps and bounds when he brought me in on this thing. And I give a shout out to Lisa, Lisa D doing the filming for us right now. We love Lisa D. Would your friendship grown as much if he
3: brought you in on a $200,000 condo? No. <laughs> it would have gone the other
2: way. Oh, you're um, honest. No, but right but, off paperwork. But, but right away before I turn over Jay, because this is his listing and I'm glad to be here for the record, I want to Known and noted right now, the last time you all came and did a live podcast at one of our big events, right? Our only of a kind things we kind of throw up together. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys really appreciate, you, to me, I look at y'all like strategic partners <clears throat> of our team. You all came to 4441 Fifth Avenue oh, Northwest. Yep. That was only a 4.4 4 million the day after our podcast, it, we sold that, that house. That did sell, right? Yeah. So we're, just so you know, no pressure, but we're okay. expecting the same results tonight and maybe Jane Bond's gonna bring us a buyer. She's pretty excited. It was close. So, uh,
0: <laughs> hey, but I, I have to—I have to be honest. I'm kind of hot right now with the open houses. I just—I just closed on one last Friday from a Doors Open Connect open house. We had—I um, uh, have a girl working with buyers now from her first open house, and then I had one closed three and a half, four weeks ago uh, from a duplex in Bonita Springs awesome. that was through an open house. So. The luck is here guys. Yeah. The luck is here. There's no
2: luck of that. There's so few properties. Mm -hmm. Listings are gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to get back to your question, if he brought a $200,000 listing right now, the answer is before yes, ding, we'll take it. It doesn't matter, man. You want every listing you can get. It's kind of funny. If I could go back and replay some of our past conversations, what things that come to fruition, I'm going to go ahead and summon my inner purple cow right now, but you guys, have stepped your, your game up. I see you all on social media. You're two different personalities. And I love the video y'all just came out with, with Marzuko that highlighted each year all's different, all the partners' yeah. different personalities. Because as, as, as cute and as handsome and as charming as Ricky is, he yeah. ain't for everybody. No. Nope. It's not for everybody. Stephanie Peck in the house. Look wow. at that. Recently married. Yeah. up here in her yoga pants. Boy, looking good. Jordan <laughs> Lavalle in the house. Wow. Oh, all we, got all, stars we got all, all superstars now. So, by the way, we're going to rotate a few of them in here oh, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. But everybody's not going to love Pat Dearborn. Everybody's not going to love Ricky Haas. A lot of people who don't like us, they're probably going to be drawn to a Deshaun, the strong silent type, or a Jay Campbell, strong silent type. So, that's the whole key. Hey, Cheryl, what's up? Last time I was on a podcast, me and her got in a fight. Uh-oh. She won. Um, <laughs> How are you? So we're doing good. How you doing? We're live right I'll now. Keep hey, the for on.
4: How you doing? Yes. Absolutely <laughs> exquisite.
0: Long time no see. Hey, so, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I do want to get your opinion before because I know you're going to jump out of here. You're, you're very quick. But today we had some major news. Yes. Zillow. Zillow. Give me your take on what just happened.
2: So, for those that don't know, so Zillow basically threw the white they, they they threw the flag in and said, you know what, we're giving up on all these Zillow bids. Zillow definitely like the evil empire that's going on right now in our country. Lots of people think they can do what we do. Mm-hmm. It's so easy we can do it. And Zillow is great in some respects, but they're trying to take over our business. This goes for Redfin and all of them. As I've always said, I remember years ago, everybody said the brick and mortar travel companies are done. They're out of business. People can go online from their phone and book all their people still want individual attention they want hands on they w- I want the experience of getting to enjoy the handsome the dashing the charismatic Ricky Haas when I go to buy a property because that's an experience and mm-hmm. I see when you guys post I see Jay's relationships with his clients mm-hmm. they're friends for life man right? it sounds Absolutely. so corny but it's not it really is true that's Jordan Lavalle Yes mm-hmm. Jordan Lavalle's in the in, in the room right now too She befriends people and when they're your friends and they look at you like a true strategic ally, no app in the world can ever replace that. I'm sorry, oh yeah, they can't.
1: We're in the people business. There's a lot of industries that do well online and that's proven itself over the last 25 plus years or 20 years, but real estate, I see it as being, you can gather a lot of good intel and good information and most people do these days, you're in the 90s, right? In terms of people that do that. But when it comes time to get serious and really lock it in, you got you to gotta be with somebody like the four of us in here because right. we take it to the next level and then take it to the finish line. And I, I, from the very beginning, you said that that's a hard play for, you know, someone sitting in Silicon Valley. Yeah, it you is. can't you cannot yeah. automate those things. And, yep. and they,
0: tried. they tried. They tried. They tried. But all that, uh, you know, it's beautiful. It's- AI is good. It's beneficial. It's helpful. But at the same time, you can't remove the human from the human experience.
3: The Death Star tried and we blew it up. And not only that, (laughs)
0: will (laughs) it leave it or not? They got rid of
2: Zestimate. I know.
0: But they are a brokerage. They are. So I think that might've been hurting them on, on that side of was.
2: Look, it's been a day of great news. Yeah. There's a red wave coming across our country. Yeah. And I'm sorry to get political, but I'm not sorry. So as we all know, being realtors here in Freedomtown USA, and and I call all all four of us ambassadors of Kwan for Southwest Florida, for Naples, for Florida. We got the greatest governor. We got Absolutely. we have a very pro small business. And each realtor that we know, all four of us here and everybody out there listening. We are all our own individual small business, and we are in a state that's red, that is so pro small business, mm-hmm. that is so pro you do you and I'll do me, and that's what I love about it, and there has been nothing but good news all day. Um, we all know who won New Jersey, but that you know they're going to try to cheat and hold one thing, but the wave is rolling, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a bloodbath for them in the next 12 months. Um, I just hope we have enough properties and enough inventory to survive the next 12 months. Because I can tell you, as long as Joe Biden is president, people are going to be moving to Florida. I've been told 5,000 people a day. It's insane.
0: That's a lot.
2: But I do want to talk about this amazing house. And my partner, Jay Campbell, who secured this, he's great friends with the owners. They are phenomenal people. And I'll let Jay kind of spend a few minutes talking about why we call this property and only of a kind you all have been here you know now mm-hmm. but jay tell the people out there why we call this property only of a kind tell us about
1: the property certainly thank you um it, it truly is and mostly because uh i mean we could get down the list of high-end finishes and um how what they did here what they did there and and as we walk around later we'll definitely get a chance to do that on a on an individual level but as, Keith mentioned, uh, as uh, Patrick mentioned about Keith and Danielle Otto, the owners of the home, it was a passion project for them. So you hear that all the time, but literally um, Keith's brother Kurt Otto with KO Design Group up in New Jersey, uh, New York, and then also obviously does some things in Florida too, was the architect on the project. Uh, Keith worked with his brother to kind of design, and I always say they're the exterior folks, and then Danielle, Keith's wife, Danielle Otto, is the interior. And when you walk around, you can really see that. They put their blood, sweat, and tears into it, literally. I mean, I remember walking this property back in 2015, 16, as it was coming together, and um, and I could just you know see going through Keith's, the owner's mind, just in terms of what he wanted to create and accomplish. And it really, really shows through when you when you see every aspect of the property from the entrance to the, you know, coming into the grand main areas. Oh, yeah. And then walking around the exterior as well. But they love to entertain too. And they truly do entertain a lot, um, a lot for Keith and Danielle's business. So over the years, they've entertained. And you can just, again, see, it's kind of hard to, to yeah. talk when you're on a podcast yeah. about something that's so visual, oh, right? Uh-huh. But And it's funny because Patrick and I, Different properties will always say, yeah, this is the best time to see this, best time to see that. But this is truly one of those properties where, when you see, I always tell everybody, if you love it during the day, (laughs) come back in the evening. Because yeah. it's just the way the lighting and, and the, the it, you know, there's so many aspects of natural light coming in too. And then when you get to that point of the day, it just it just comes alive. It really does. So, again, you know, there's, there's plenty of space, beautiful spaces, beautiful finishes. But I think that aspect of the story is, um, is, is truly what makes it special. And Pine Ridge, as a neighborhood, um, has really... It's always been when I moved here 17 years ago from the Fort Lauderdale side, you know, the East Coast, I, um, I came over here and, and my wife was like, this is where I want to live. And, you know, she loved it. And we're like, OK, sweetheart, well, you know, you need to get a second job because <laughs> <laughs> because it's going take t- You know, so even back then, 17 years ago, it was, yeah. it was seen that way. But in the last five years or so. Pine Ridge has really come into its own. Um, a lot of people, we always talk land, 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 right? But a lot of people, especially with COVID and things that had happened, they're like, wait a minute, I don't need anyone controlling my destiny and, and how I live my life. So having property is, is definitely advantageous, but the North Naples side, you know, we always had the Ritz Carlton, Mercado came along, so much more happening around here now. And if you wanna raise a family here, Schools. You are minutes to the beach, but you're also minutes to community school in Naples. You're minutes to FBA, first Baptist, you're minutes to the village school. And then of course, all the Pelican
2: Marsh elementary, one of the best, I mean, one of the top rated public elementary schools in the County.
1: That's exactly right. I mean, what a lot of people don't realize is how good our public schools are here too. I mean, you don't, I mean, I think if, you know, people come in thinking one thing and then they realize what the reality is around the education system we're doing and it's and it's really strong on the public side too. So I think the home, the property, you got wonderful neighbors. I mean, I know these neighbors are great people.
2: By the way, Jay Campbell now is a neighbor in Pine Ridge.
1: Oh yeah? Oh yes. yeah, right down the street. Yeah, nice. my wife finally got the second job. He, he, he <laughs> built he built a treehouse right out the back
2: <laughs> Jay, Jay Lizard's got a cool rope ladder. It's awesome. Man. I was <laughs>
1: wondering what that tent and sleeping bag was doing out back i always travel with a nice comfortable and just in <laughs> I case, i thought it was their kids but now i know
2: <laughs> yeah. hey tell them about a couple of things that no other home has like I, that gym yeah now the owner we're not going to say their names but he was in <laughs> <Yeah>. okay B- <laughs> big time big time brazilian jiu-jitsu on a national international level he, i mean but yep, that, that, was... that workout studio and that fitness room to me with that spiral staircase yeah that's a pretty cool thing man that most houses don't have
1: very cool yeah thanks for bringing that up because that's a great point the the whole master suite area is something special Yes, um because you see her closet area and you're like wow and you're blown away by it and then you're like well wait till you see his that same feeling it's so funny but it's it's true and so it's just a beautiful area but then you know they have the the steam showers and the sauna and all that in there but then as patrick mentioned they have a gym that um it, it makes you not want to or need to go anywhere else but <laughs> yeah then there's a spiral spiral staircase that takes you up into a little dojo area. So Legit. Keith, when he wants to get his uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu going, or uh, his st- he's a good stand up fighter too, actually um, international on that years ago too. So um,
0: sounds yeah, like we better special. Sounds like we better sell this place. Well, you the, might be in yeah, some trouble. That's the issue. we under the gun.
2: Some clients call you up and they kind of complain. Right, hey, what's going on here? Keith said, come on over for a one on one. And you go upstairs and get your ass whooped real quick. And, yeah. You walk out of here bruised and battered, man. Like, why aren't there more offers? You, see, that,
1: you leave making phone calls. Please come see it.
3: That's going above and beyond. When you, ha- you have a listing appointment, he's like, look, I'll hire you, but I got to whoop your ass first.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, and, and now, no problem there because he'll do it.
2: Now, tell Deshaun, don't get nervous, man. His gym does have the 100-pound dumbbell, so Deshaun can get yeah. a workout in there, no problem.
3: Yeah, yeah gotta, that's always his problem. He, have, the the weight's not them. big enough for him. Yeah. I've never had that issue. I'm yeah, like, where neither. are the
1: 10s? Where are the 12s?
3: <laughs> I keep telling everybody I'm doing endurance workouts, so I work out with the lightweights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> high rep. I'm doing high rep.
2: <laughs> Nautilus. Nautilus.
3: Yeah, you can tell with this house, th- there, there's more detail that went involved instead of just a builder coming along and saying, this is what we can do. You can yeah. tell everything from the fixtures to the door going out the office to, to every little thing that it's. it was Hand-picked. It wasn't like the builder's like, well, we only got these options. You can tell. It was like, no, no, no. This is exactly what I want, and this is what's going to happen. And this yeah. is the finished product, and it's absolutely gorgeous. He, yeah, he, he told you. me what uh, behind the TV, the, the,
0: the
1: cork-like wood, they dredged that out. And then yeah, I think it's from the Calusa Hatchie, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. It's like over 100 years old. I mean, there there's some really cool, thank you for bringing that up, uh, design elements in the home that aren't just – uh, what you would expect so yeah. uh, you come in and you see things like that and again Reclaim wood uh, there's a off of the dining room and if you go online you can 705 Myrtle Road you can check out all these pictures uh, that we're talking about but in the formal dining space There's a metalwork going up the wall that looks like it's old kind of petrified wood as well mm-hmm. and, uh, and again, that's all Danielle, you know, and she, she really put her heart and soul into it and it shows uh, absolutely beautiful yeah. Um, let me be a real estate agent for a moment. Sure.
0: Why do they want to move? Uh, that's that's or Why do they want to sell?
1: That's, especially in this market, right? That's a million dollar question. Yeah. What are you you selling? What are you going to do? Why are you selling? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, the the why you know for a lot of people is obvious, right? It's like well, it's a seller's market. For them, um, they uh, you know they're they're empty nesters at this point. They have two kids in college, and um, mm-hmm. so they um, you know they're downsizing a little. Okay. I mean it's thirteen thousand square feet, yeah, right? I see Plus. That. And, um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, um, it's just time for them to do that. They'll end up with something very special here locally. They're not getting rid of Naples by any stretch. I, f- I feel um, like
3: they're going to do the same thing. They're going to, it's going to get real particular on everything yeah, they want. Yeah,
1: and, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I'm sure they'll have fun doing it.
3: So. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the fun part yeah. sometimes. <laughs> well, Jay,
0: we don't want to keep you. We know you got a party. We got a lovely, beautiful uh, partner here. Mrs. Yes. Jordan
3: Lavallee. Yep. <laughs> alumni, alumni on the podcast. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. You were on our podcast before, so you get to be alumni, kind of like college, um, am, but am no telling, parties. Am
4: I telling more alligator stories? Oh, uh, uh, well,
1: <laughs> that, I think that's my cue to get out. Deshaun, thank you, Ricky, thank you. Absolutely, you're in good hands with Jordan, you know. And uh, thanks again for coming, guys. Thank honestly. you for having yeah. us. We, we appreciate it. And uh, any questions, let us know, and we'll show you around even more later. You yeah. got it. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Hi Jay. Hey guys, So how, how are you, you been? been? I'm so good. Yeah. Yeah, been busy. Yeah, yeah. how's
3: what 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 what's going on with you as far as real estate? Tell us.
4: Um, well, um, what you got under contract? Got, got what you a, got cooking up? I've got a couple listings. Okay. Um, The million dollar listings are. It was like last six months. It was like the five hundred thousand dollar listings to a million were just flying off the shelves. Yeah. You know, over asking, multiple offers, and that piece of it has slowed down a little bit, but the numbers gotten higher. So um, right now I've got a million-dollar listing. I've got um, a 1.65, and uh, that one under contract in a week.
3: Oh, wow. And
4: it's under contract at over asking. Awesome. um, Awesome terms. And actually, it was kind of neat because the um, agent that I'm working with is amazing, and we got the buyers and the sellers together to discuss furniture, and they're letting them stay there for an extra month for Christmas. Wow, that's awesome. That's great. I think their hearts are just like... People are softening.
3: Yeah.
0: Isn't it so much nicer when you get a professional relationship with a, a real estate agent that, that they, they just really are trying to get to the table with you and, and help their sellers or buyers and, and really bring everybody together as opposed to, you know, I don't know. We see this selling sunsets all the time. Everybody's always bickering and going at each other's throat. But working with somebody professional, trying to get the deal done, how, how much better is that?
4: Oh, it's amazing. And it's, and it's nice to work... You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to put anyone down, right. but sometimes you work with people and they're doing it part-time and you call and they don't answer and they don't really know what forms you need or what the process is. They don't have, you know, uh, the title company, the mortgage broker, uh, a good referral for insurance and homeowner's insurance is, you know, key. They don't have those people in their pocket. And so when you're working with a seasoned agent and she and I are just meshing together, it, it's. It's a seamless transaction, and yeah. it's going smooth, so we'll just hope for a, a nice closing.
3: With those part-time agents, y- you almost feel like you're doing <laughs> he, all the work. He literally
0: was on the phone with somebody that he scheduled a showing request earlier. He texted to verify the showing request. They didn't, res- uh, they didn't respond. Uh, he texted again. Then he called, and then finally they picked up.
3: It's, it's crazy. The worst. And then I had one earlier today. I just put up a new listing out in Golden Gate Estates, and they're not allowing showings until this friday after two but we've already got four offers above asking price and an agent called me and was like hey um uh do you have any offers i said yeah we actually have four right now but they're not allowing showings and for personal reasons until after 2 p.m this friday um, they probably won't pick an offer until about a week after that everybody that sends me an offer i will email you and say hey this is what's going on filing best by this day oh well you know I think you're doing a bad job with that. And uh, what did they say? I can't believe you got four offers. I want to pay for that house above asking price. And I'm like,
4: Well, good, don't.
3: Well, yeah, that's exactly what I said. I said, well, it's good thing you're not buying it, and your buyer is, so yes. if you want to show it, show it after 2 p.m. on Friday. Yes,
4: and I don't really want to work with you. <laughs>
3: yeah, you're, you're doing a great job. Je- I'm, I'm sure I'm going to push your offer a lot more to the uh, to my seller now.
4: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like,
3: Can't we just be nice and just have a nice conversation, be professionals here, isn't I mean, that what we are?
4: <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I even had a broker that I was trying to schedule a $2 million showing, and the broker was a Miami number, so they're 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 not local. They're not answering. And I thought, well, if I can't get a hold of the agent, I would call the broker, and it was the broker. So it was just um, one of those opportunities to, to that they could have had somebody put an offer in on their house, and if, if you don't show it, you're not getting an offer.
3: Yeah, I I have to say this, and I hope all Miami agents hear me. You guys are the worst. <laughs> hey hey, easy now, easy. Oh miami agents man i i don't know everyone i've dealt with e- either they're not answering their phone or they're not they're not or, or they're trying to offer me one percent or something like
2: that <laughs> i'm gonna jump back in there real quick so again man I, we love coming to you live from 705 myrtle talking about the crazy real estate market that is naples so many good things going on zillow getting their ass kicked um the, the blues getting their ass kicked the red wave going across the country so you got one of my top my top partners in the world, Jordan LaValle. And next to me now, Chad Phipps, who I wanted y'all to meet. The name with John with 12 years. Was prior to that, worked for Empire Builders, New Construction, Killing It. He's a big Ohio State Buckeyes fan. Don't Uh-oh. hold that against him. But gives you a great perspective, man. They've been killing stuff in Pelican <laughs> Bay and up and down. You name it, he does it in those golf course communities. I wanted Chad to get in here with Jordan too and get his perspective on stuff and just no. I want no hold barred interviews, man. You let's can tell us. You can say whatever you want to. You can even say, "Let's go, Brandon." Oh yeah, <laughs> let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Hi, Chad. Hey, how are you?
0: How's it going, Chad? Nice it's to
2: meet
5: you. Nice to meet you too,
3: guys. Yeah. So tell tell us about yourself. We want to hear about you. Oh, how did sure. you get started in real estate?
5: Uh, actually, I um, I have some family that's been down in the area forever. My uh, my uncle and my cousins were down in Fort Myers. We'd come down for uh, a holiday vacation every year in April and. I was actually in Chicago working for an NFL agent. I thought I wanted to be Jerry Maguire, and it turns out... Um, That's exactly
3: the, what I wanted to be when I was younger, too.
5: Yeah, some of the egos <laughs> of some of those NFL players, kind of uh, I just couldn't deal with it. So I yeah. did uh, business <laughs> and business sales, and then I was down here uh, on vacation with my, uh, my family, and I ended up meeting some people that were in the real estate business. And I looked at my brother, and I said, why am I getting up when it's dark, coming home from work when it's dark, um, slaving away for some guy at some company that I don't have, you know, equity or market share in, when I can sell real estate in Naples, Florida.
3: So, yeah. and at um, the end of the day, he's the only one getting ahead. You're
5: you're running on a treadmill, right? So I I, I moved down here and I got my real estate license and I worked for a builder. Um, I started in gated golf communities. So I did Grand and Estero and Old Cypress um, and worked for my mom and pop builder. Um, and what's you know, there's hardly any of those builders around anymore. Yep. Ironically, we're in a house um, like it's built by a mom and pop custom builder but gorgeous too oh yeah it's beautiful beautiful gorgeous house but everything now seems to be like you know huge publicly traded builder yeah um and and you know you know stand in line why don't you bid for this new construction thing and now it's funny because now these builders that did that are like you know their tails between their legs and they're like begging people to come back and real estate agents to come back and um, what was Lennar at 1.1%? Oh, or yeah, like yeah, they, like, they love uh, us
3: when the when the markets complete reverse. But yeah. when it's this, when it's this market, oh, yeah, they don't like us at all.
5: <laughs> right. So it's, it's just, you know, what goes around comes around. And I've been doing this, this is my 19th year in real estate down here. So I've seen ups and downs and good and bad. But, um, you know, what's curious is just the amount of inventory and people try and draw parallels to 2009. No, but it's yeah. not. different. No well, Wait. we had four years of inventory in yeah. two thousand and nine. Four yeah. years. <laughs> we have one month of inventory right now. Wow. Yeah. Also, anybody with a pulse could get a mortgage back then. Oh yeah. And That's now true. they want they blood work, retinal income. scan, firstborn child, yeah, like everything else to get
3: a daily COVID test. Right. They want it all yeah. now.
5: So it's they're 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 not alike at all and. Um, It's just crazy. I I think you're going to see bigger numbers with the the elections in California and what happened in New Jersey. There was a big announcement about uh, COVID restrictions in Massachusetts all the way through 2022, um, which is just going to push more people down here. And what are we doing? Like a thousand people a day to Florida.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And I would say a lot of them come to Southwest Florida because of how conservative and American and God first we put this area, you know. So I I just believe that. Go to Santa's. um, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> yeah. now the other it's side really of Florida different. is a lot different than this side of <laughs> Florida true.
0: it can be yes um,
3: so I want to ask you guys uh, both you guys um, do you see do you see uh, um, how long do you see this lasting for before do you think things will go down um, so the interest rates going up or? Yeah. what do you guys think will happen What's your crystal ball prediction? So this
5: is my pitch, my elevator, when people ask me this question. So I say in a normal market, we're at 10, 11, 12, 13 months of inventory, more or less. And usually in the 19 years, we're under a year. We're at 10, 11 months. I'm not sure how we arrive at 10 or 11 months with the current inventory that we have and the current demand. And and my joke is, and it's not really a joke, but is it a level 12 hurricane? Is it the stock market tanking? Is it a bunch of people that, that pass or get very, very sick? We've already been through, through COVID, yeah. COVID and, and we have great outcomes because of wealth and accessibility to healthcare and things like that. There's double the amount of, of, of deaths. Mm-hmm. just one county north of us right. um, so I don't know how we arrive at that the other thing that's interesting is I'm not putting the person that's 72 that just sold their business in the car that's ready to cash in and buy Florida I'm getting people in their mid to late 40s early 50s that have children in high school or college that just want a piece of this like a, a, a you know a placeholder down here and then they're asking me well yeah I don't care you know I'll just run it out January February March and then i'll use it december i'll use it april i'll use it whatever and then when the kids are older and they're in college we'll all come down and use it so the game has changed completely um with that and i just don't know how we're going to get to 10 11 12 months of inventory I, I tell people now you have to be ready you have to be equipped oh you yeah. have to be ready to jump yeah. mm-hmm. and i've never used the three-day right of rescission more i've used the rescission more this year than i have in all my 19 years combined it's are, just insane
3: are you guys using the escalation clause uh, I used
5: it twice, uh-huh. and it didn't really, it didn't really
4: push my deal yeah. ahead of the rest. So no, I haven't used it a lot, okay. and I've only had one person back out. Yeah. Um, and he, I'm so glad he backed out. He was a pain in my butt, <laughs> and he was a, he was a, 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 attorney, a real estate attorney up in Boston, Uh-oh. and he was Italian, and there were like five like <laughs> stereotypes that I could have just gone. One two three four five. Okay. <laughs> His I'm name sorry. wasn't Mark, was it? No. Okay. No.
3: He knows one like that uh, that needs all that those stereotypes too.
4: <laughs> but the market's been just strong, and I would say that the um, I would agree with you about the 2009 comparison. I mean, it was the banking that was just yeah really tearing us down, and they were giving mortgages for you know to anybody, right? Um, uh, that was crazy. And then we had all the foreclosures, and then they wouldn't let you um. You know, refinance even if it was just um, working with the banks. But this year, I feel like um, people are starting to see Naples a little bit more like Palm Beach, um, LA, and you know the coast, and being on the other side like Palm Beach down to Miami. The little house that that we that we can get here, like between you know 41 and Goodlet, it used to be a 300, 000, you know 180. Now then it was 300,000. Now it's like. Six hundred, seven hundred thousand for this little house because people can't get close enough to the water mm-hmm. and so some of these people that are you know have been have traveled and seen these other really nice places are saying hey let's take that little box and we'll just build something on it and i yep. think that um i think we're growing i think our values are going up maybe our interest rates might go up a little bit in the next year or so but I really see that our values are going to hold and a lot of people that I work—I mean, I have some buyers that that buyers leads and stuff that come from up north, and they want the two hundred thousand dollar contemporary house right down by the beach, and I'm like. Okay, so, and I sent him a couple places in Cape Coral and, you know, in, in Lehigh. and like, this, this is what you get for
5: 200000 yeah. in Naples. Sh- champagne you know. taste on a you're beer
3: like, budget. Well, we could have found you that house in Naples Park probably about 30 years ago.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I drew. I say you need a wormhole. They're like, what? I'm like, you need to bend space and time to go back in time for that price.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Well, are you guys having
0: trouble with that with the buyers? Like, oh, well, they paid this back in, t- you know, 2010. And you're like, well, oh. yesterday's price is not today's price.
4: So to finish that concept, and then I'm curious to hear what he has to say. But um, um, there, people don't realize that our market, they say, oh, well, I'll just hold off till next year. Yeah. I honestly think our rates are going to go up a little bit, but our values are going to continue. They're not going down. I don't see Naples ever really dipping again like it did in 2009, because mm-hmm. now people are paying cash. Mm. Even if the market stock market crashes, people still have the equity and it's cash, so they're not going into foreclosures and short sales and stuff like that. Yep. That's just my opinion.
3: And I, I, I grew up down here and both both my parents were real estate agents as well, so they were they worked through like the 08 area. Um, and it, it's exactly like what you guys said, you know, you can make $10 an hour and you'll get a loan for a million dollars, right? Um, but it's, it's so much different now and nobody knows how to predict it. And I, I completely agree with you guys. I read an article um, from NAR and they were talking about well, and they they were talking about markets like Naples, and they said, well, um, we don't think professionally that these markets are going to go down, especially like Naples, Marco like like this little bubble area growing up here, it's always been a bubble like Naples, Marco, all my fort myers friends always they're like the goal is to get to Naples, right That's always the goal so uh, me personally I, I completely agree with you guys, and I think that like what the article was saying is Naples and Collier County is finally catching up to all the other luxury markets in this country, right? Why how, how are we not Comparable to some of those markets when we have all the same things clean air quality beaches All the beautiful things that those markets have as well.
5: Our broker did an analysis uh, this summer I'm in the central office at John R. Wood and he based they said that there was an inordinate amount of buyers from or people moving here from Palm Beach Broward and Dade counties, which is something we haven't seen in a while The other thing that a lot of people haven't talked about because it's not uh, material yet because it hasn't hit um the naples beach club Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so that's bought for 360 million dollars so they hire an outfit out of palm beach palm beach is the highest real estate um per unit in in all of florida period Mm -hmm. right so they go in The most expensive condo to ever sell in Naples is $18 million, that Shahad Khan that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Mm -hmm. And he has several places in Florida and he has like 140-foot yacht and helicopters in and all that jazz. So $18 million right now, since they closed on the dirt, that real estate outfit at the Naples Beach Club has taken several deposits for $25, $30, and $40 million for condos. Wow. So Whoa. we are now si- setting a price per foot record on the beach. Where is this money coming from? Like, is this is this private equity money from New York? I mean, that money usually dabbled in Miami, Palm Beach, um, you know, Los Angeles, different places like that. That's setting the bar. And if if you're trying to make markets, like we're in a we're in a house right now that if this sells at 15 price per square foot, you create a market, right? Yep. You create mm-hmm. a market for this neighborhood, and you you set the bar. What is and when you set the bar you create a floor. Yep. You know and it, like you look in in Pelican Bay and I do a lot of business in there. There's usually 125 to 225 listings a year. 6500 doors. There's 21 for sale. The entry <laughs> level in Pelican Bay, there's one property under a million and then there's 20 properties over 1.2 million. Yeah. So and I have people that waited and didn't pull the trigger in February, March, April, and I'm showing them now, like, look, you, you would have, now equity goes up and down, markets go up and down, but it's like, you could have had a placeholder, you could have done this, you could have done that. And I'm also getting a lot of people thinking about 1031 stuff, because some of the markets are falling in other places, they're cashing out, and then they have to put their money in down here. But I'm very curious to see, especially on the beach, what does that do for luxury high rise? right? What does that do to price per square foot? Um, you know, look at <clears throat> Mystique and Pelican Bay. Oh yeah. my gosh, right? look so at, beautiful. Look at those numbers versus what's down at the beach club. Why would one get 30 million and one gets five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of disparity and it's going to cause a lot of issues for people that are fortunate enough to have those listings on the beach. Like where do you come in with price? Right. right. If it's remodeled?
0: Does that does that change some laws when that starts to happen to where they can start building higher? or?
4: Well, think about this. I don't think so. Okay. They have um, re- big time restrictions.
5: Yeah, what's, what also is interesting in Parks and Moorings, you know, historically, there's been investors that have always grabbed a real estate agent. Why don't you guys see if we can get everybody in the building to sell? We'll mow it down and we'll build new. I think there's one. I've only been doing this 19 years. There's one that I'm aware of where they bought it. Everybody agreed because the rule and the law is that every single person in the building has to agree to a price. If one person descends, the building doesn't sell. But if you can get that kind of price per square foot and you can show them four, five, six million million a unit or four million and the stuff's worth a million, five or two and you can give them four and then the developer can buy it, destroy it and go vertical and mm-hmm. get eight, nine, 10. Think about that return. Yep. That, that's gonna be an that's interesting crazy. play too. Think of those buildings were built in the early 70s, mid 70s, Yep. you know?
4: I grew up in the Savoy. I grew up in a high-rise on the beach, and it was a European building. We lived on the fourth floor. The first unit, which was um, like a boomerang shake, looking over the Gulf, and um, we had low ceilings and three bedrooms, well, two bedrooms and a den. uh, No, it was three bedrooms and three baths. And uh, anyway, Longshore, they turned that building a lot into a rental building. So uh, some people have changed their perspective, but they had to redo that building. I think it was 10 years ago, but now it's getting, looking dated again.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, but, yeah, it's fun. And
0: they're pushing, uh, pu- they're pushing the boundaries a little bit with that project at uh, uh, Vanderbilt Beach Drive.
3: Where Rumors is, is at, yeah. One yeah. Naples. Yeah. yeah. Stock. Yeah. Yeah. They've been trying to get, they've been working on that for a while. That
0: was supposed to go, how many floors was that supposed to go, and then they dropped it?
5: They play the game, they they, they, they get their investors lined up, they say this is the density, then they put it in front of the county knowing full well they're going to get shot down. Yeah. And then they lower it, lower it. They'll do that with gated golf too, it's an old trick that everybody does in the counties, but stocks been doing that for a long time, they know what they're doing, and um I'll tell you what's interesting is that's across the street from the sand. Mm -hmm. So if I was advising somebody that wanted that, you know what I'd have them do first, I'd have them go to um, the La Playa and buy a beach club membership because those things are going to be sold out because you're not going to go to Vanderbilt Beach. Also if you go to Vanderbilt Beach now, you're going to have dump truck, dump truck, dump truck going down Vanderbilt Beach Road for the next three years. Wow. And when I sell stuff in Breakwater or north facing Pelican Bay, Avalon, whatever, you're going to hear real construction noise for three years, so it's something to be aware of. But um, yeah, it's it's there, and a lot of people are upset about that. If you're in Regatta,
0: mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say. Had a golf view. You're knocking on doors right now, saying, "Hey, let's sell it now," because you don't, you know, you're getting rid of that waterfront view.
5: Highest and best right now. I mean, I don't, yeah. I just don't know. I don't know how much longer. Will be at this, but it's still supply and demand. It's basic economics. Whether you're selling soda or you're selling real estate, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you have enough people that want it, you can get what people want. You know?
3: And 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 while I was growing up here, it was always Naples was always a hidden gem. Nobody knew about Naples, so it was. They I mean, you, we had like our season and stuff <laughs> like that. But um, I think I think with um you know Alfie making national news with with Sea to table and then all this political stuff that's happening people are like Ooh, what's this what's this Naples Marco area what's going on over here this looks very nice it's almost like we had Naples was like a, a beach with untouched shells and now all of a sudden everybody's like let's get there as quick as we can and um You know, it's crazy to think that like the Naples Beach Club is down because that's always been a staple when I was growing up. That's where I'd always go to the beach at, like right out there. And I get food at Naples Beach Club. And then that's going down because now people are like, no, we got to move here and we got to build as fast as we can. And I've never seen this many people trying to be in Florida. And I feel like season hasn't even ended since COVID started. (laughs) I feel like it's been season since COVID
0: started. Barely. Barely. I've talked to even servers that are, you know, seasonal workers, they're like, it's, it's never slowed down, it never, it never stopped, it never got a break. Which
4: is good, because we used to have such a, a you know, quiet summer that people were starving for jobs. And yep.
0: And yep.
4: A lot of restaurants would cut down their hours. And
5: you know yeah. what's interesting is five years wild. ago, the New York Times did a, they do a 36 hours and they pick a city. And they did that like five or six years ago and they picked this city and they did Naples and so they pick a bunch of restaurants, so they did Nemo, they did Baba, they did a couple others Um, and then they talk about a hotel and they talk about what to do and There's this weird thing about it, the Midwesterners coming here, but there was also a lot of Massachusetts people here, and I joke that it was all, like, the Red Sox fans that hate the Yankees that didn't want to be on the other (laughs) coast, so they came here. Because if you look look when you're screwing around in, like, Collier-Praiser and if you look where people are from, there's a lot of Massachusetts Mm -hmm. people, like, from the 70s here, which is weird because it's, like, Ohio, Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, and then outliers Massachusetts, like, in the 70s and 80s. But so the new york times wrote that article usa today had an article um that that wallet hub wrote about like best retirement so we had like six or ten articles within a 18 month period and i joked with the guy that was running um jack i forget his last name at the the chamber i was like how much money did you pay these publications to push this stuff because it all came out in like 18 months and then all of these people that live in boca west palm delray fort lauderdale started like coming over and just dipping their toe and like i want to look at some property or my family my parents my grandparents lived on the other coast i want to try this and now everybody and their sister wants to be down here and and we're going to have this this issue for a long time
3: now let me ask you guys this do you think lee county is going to kind of follow suit with being as desirable at some point like we are i mean we're very desirable i I don't think any county on this side of the coast is going to get as desirable as naples marco but do you think eventually people are going to say ah Fine. Astero's fine. Benita's fine.
4: More and more. I yeah. mean, I had people that, that I'm working with, they just couldn't find places here. And, you know, Astero's building some nice, mm-hmm. you know, what's that wild blue out there is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they've got some of these new developments. People just want to be down here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these are people from Ohio. I had Illinois. Um, I had a couple people from the Northeast, one family from New York. And, you know, people just want to be here. Yeah. And if they can get down to Southwest Florida, they're happy.
3: That's been all my clients too. They've all come from Boston, New York, or Chicago. Pretty much like, I don't know how they're finding me, but they're finding me somehow. And they're all coming down here. And the first thing they say is, we love your governor and we hate our state. We want to move here. And I'm like, I I get it. I understand. I see what's going on. It's it's almost like we're living a modern day civil war right now where it's (laughs) like, it's like, uh, if you live in this state, you have to abide by these rules. But if you live in Florida, then you're free. And it's like, I can't believe this is it, happening. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's scary. It's not just
5: Florida, it's pockets of Florida. Because yeah. if, if Broward, Miami, if Broward, Dade and, and um and and Palm Beach County traditionally are blue in elections and people get tired of those politics, they'll move over here. Oh yeah, i we're seeing regi- a lot of people two percent registered Republican in this county. Yeah. Well, I don't me- care what your politics. I mean, that's that's a huge deal. Right? Oh,
0: yeah. I remember the shutdown? They were they kept the beach uh, the beaches closed over there and everybody from there was coming over here yeah. when we opened back up. Memorial
5: yeah. Day and Labor Day traditionally have been holidays since I've been here almost 20 years that people come over from the other coast cuz it gets too crazy over mm-hmm. there and they come over here and hit the beaches and hit up our hotels and go to restaurants and then they did all those ordinances. But I think you're gonna have these pockets, these places that are fairly conservative. Um, what What's interesting is like Charlotte County with like Legion Airlines, like they were gonna build like a hotel and like they were gonna build like some, try and keep everybody on this property. Um, and then it kind of went nowhere. Because if you know when you go Northwest in Florida, the land jogs to the Northwest and you become farther and farther away from the water. And in Estero, Think about where Wild Blue is, and all the new projects for all the builders are farther out than that. Yep. So I-75 I, I 75 to the Gulf of Mexico from Estero is like 11 or 12 miles. Then you go out to Wild Blue, and you go out farther east to the place, and where Seasons, we are, and all, all these those guys places, are yep. building. Now you're like 14, 15 miles inland, Yep.
4: but they're building these awesome communities. They've got these huge extravagant yep. pools and workout facilities, and people are just buying golf carts and staying in their little... You, know, you don't need to go anywhere, yeah. And
0: yeah. That's what Laylee
5: did yeah. originally. They yeah. built a player's club to keep everybody on the property because it was so far on 41. If, if you haven't noticed on 41, it's stoplight, 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 stoplight. Yeah. It'll take you 40 minutes to get downtown from there.
3: Yeah. And, and when I was growing up, nobody wanted to be out in the estates unless you wanted to just four wheel and shoot your guns. And now everybody's like, ah, the estates, I don't care if I'm 30 minutes from the beach or 40 minutes from the beach as long as I'm in Naples.
5: Mm-hmm, we have which four is wild. villages that have been improved. I mean, Avi Maria saw came that. out of the ground in 2007. Yep. Right, a town that's like settling the Wild West. Like we're going to build a town yeah. <laughs> in the middle exactly. of nowhere, right? That's it just exactly. happens to be a Catholic town, you know? Like if you're Protestant, you might want to go over there. Yep. But, but, but what's interesting is, and, and I didn't realize this, but they play games with the county. So Avi, the county was responsible for matching infrastructure with the developer when they built Avi Maria. So this time the developer's like, well, we'll just build these four 15,000 person villages in between Ave Maria and that. And now they're building apartments out there in Randall and Immokalee. Yeah. So you have this growth out there. And what also is interesting, we have an office at John Wood out in, in Ave Maria. There are people, no joke, commuting from Fort Lauderdale and from Miami and living in Ave Maria.
3: Whoa, wow.
5: Because you go right down 29, jump on the alley, and go, go across. across and work.
4: Because yes. they can get- It's safe. It's a whole village. It's got everything you could ask for yeah. and it's safe.
0: I'm dying to get that, uh, hyper loop over here. It's, it's go back and forth. Could you imagine something like that? I know they've, they've tried projects in the past where they would connect all the major cities, uh, Tampa, Orlando, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Naples. I, uh, Fort Myers. I mean, that would be phenomenal. Moss I'm, I'm kinda... said
5: he's building. He's going to dig under Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere, but he said he could. I'm like, if you dig in the ground in Florida, you hit water. Like, good luck. Like, that would be an engineering marvel. You know? Hey,
0: why not? He's in outer space. Yeah. But we don't want to take up too much more of your time, yeah, guys. Pleasure speaking with you guys. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you for coming on and uh, sharing your wisdom. And uh, have fun out there at the party.
4: All right. Next time, I'm telling the alligator story.
3: Why don't you tell it right now? Oh, really? Yeah. Why not? Well, we-
4: it's a good Ten-minute story. Yeah, she 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 did on the
0: the one episode yeah. with uh with the uh, real producers. We were at the Ferrari event. And you talked about it. So I, okay. Good. You did tell. I know, but a, I love the, that story. There was another
4: story that it was there was okay. We'll tell the other one next time too.
0: We'll okay. get a we'll 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 get another one on here. Absolutely. Oh,
4: I know what the other one was. It was one of my listings, and the people that went to see it said it had an odor. And I'm like, oh, it had an odor? They're like, yeah, I think that the, because the lady had moved up north, so she was gone for two weeks. Well, her freezer had, it died. So when I went over there to look at it, I opened up the freezer and it had this stench. It smelled like just like rotten chicken that had been in there for like 10 days. So I didn't know what to do because I thought, well, I got to clean this out. and She's gone, and I'm an agent. And so, when you're a real estate agent, you do a lot of things that you don't. Oh yeah. That, that are aside from selling houses. They don't teach you that in school. <laughs> so I've got on this dress because I had done an open house. I have a dress on, high heels, and so I start taking this garbage bag and I take the the chicken out and this and the meat and it's it's Oof. dripping with the the goop that ah. you know, like an old chicken, like ugh. And I'm, I'm trying to hold my breath and stuff. Well, I get the bag like half filled up, and I'm thinking, this is going to be heavy. So I thought, well, I'll just do one bag now. So I put the lid back down, and I got a little on my hands. Oh. So I went over to wash my hands, and she had turned the water off. So I, I didn't know what to do because there was no um, Dawn or, or, or hand soap. So I went underneath, and I found some Windex. And I sprayed my hands with Windex because I figured that's at least sterile and better than nothing. Uh, chicken juice from two weeks old. <laughs> oh. So I've got my dress on and I hook my keys on one finger and I hook my phone on the other finger and I let myself out and I'm holding the bag out and i' I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I work out a little, so I'm holding the bag and it's getting heavier and heavier and it's and, and it's dro- and it's drooping like the like a teardrop yep. and, it's, and I didn't want to take the elevator because I thought if I sit in the elevator with this thing and if it were to burst or if someone else gets on there, so I take the stairs and I'm on the third level oh boy. so I go down the stairs and my arm is starting to like shake, so I switch arms and now it the bag's getting longer and longer because it's heavy at the bottom. And I'm holding it up, and I'm looking at this garbage can. I've got to just get it to that garbage can. And I'm in my high heels, so I'm going faster and faster with my feet.
1: <laughs> and I got
4: this bag, and I'm just going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Well, I finally get to the dumpster, and it's not the low kind. It's the high kind. With, so I get the, the, oh, the, the lid part. up. And I'm like, I have to go heave ho to get this bag oh, boy. at least three more feet higher, m- maybe four. So I like bend my knees and like just close my eyes and I'm clenching my teeth like do not break. And I get it up and I get it up and all of a sudden right at the very top, the bag gets in there and it bursts. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I had on this brand new dress, high heels. I'm like, ugh. and then my hands just smelled of the stench. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so I, I drove the car to the nearest uh, CVS and I went in and I went to the back and I got, went to the bathroom, washed my hands a bunch of times and so there we go. So both the alligator story and the gross freezer story, <laughs> I had Windex to save the day.
3: So now you always have Windex on
0: you.
4: So, huh? so now I should just give Windexes, like gifts yes to people.
3: I was going to say, you should be a sponsor
0: for yeah,
4: them Yeah, they as well. should sponsor
3: yeah. you, send you shirts and everything. There we go, there
4: we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, well there you have it guys. Well, thank that's, you. That's all I got for today. We and love
3: it.
0: Thank you so that's much perfect. for it. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: Did you find this podcast informative and helpful? If so, don't forget to show support. Subscribe, like, follow, and share. Have any feedback? Don't forget to leave a comment. Would you like to inquire about sponsorship and or more about being a guest on our podcast? Maybe you have someone in mind you'd like us to interview. Maybe you have a topic regarding real estate you'd like to learn more about? Find us on social media and or shoot us an email explaining who, what, why, and when at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. And in full disclosure, the Doors Open Connect podcast is intended to bring value and be informative to our listeners and is generally an organic, unscripted open discussion. The opinions and or experiences of our guests are not necessarily shared in their entirety by our hosts. Thank you again to all of our listeners and supporters.